Hello, welcome to the can opener. On today's episode of the can opener, we're going to be doing something a little different. Um, I'm going to be bringing you guys coronavirus updates while we all sit in quarantine all around the world together. Uh, what an interesting time we live in. Let's get started. So this is a coronavirus update. In these updates, I'll focus on and organize information into three categories. The infection itself and the science behind understanding the novel coronavirus, how governments and organizations are reacting to the virus, and the impacts on the global markets. March 16th, 2020, day one of quarantine. COVID-19 pandemic has clearly evolved into a situation not many expected only a few weeks ago. Since my video published on February 16th, 2020, it is not an overstatement to say the world has completely changed and our lives will be affected drastically over the coming months. As of March 16th, around the globe, we have had 181,000 cases with 7,100 dead, 78,000 recovered, and 96,000 unresolved cases. The stock market is crashing at record speeds, and the global economy looks as if we're swinging into a deep recession. Many developed nations have closed their borders as they have stated we are in a wartime scenario, and we are at war with the virus. A hundred million people are now in total lockdown in Europe, and entire nations have mobilized in an attempt to keep their citizens safe at all costs. Countries such as Taiwan, South Korea, and Singapore have paved paths of hope, while others have made deadly errors in the way they have dealt with this coronavirus pandemic. Italy has become the second largest epicenter in the world, and now is a country dealing with grave consequences for putting economics over human life. Italy has been on total lockdown for the past week in order to get the spread of the virus under control. They use draconian methods in order to control the movement and social engagement within their society. If you leave your home for any unnecessary reason, this will come with criminal consequences. Those found guilty face a three-month prison sentence or a fine of $230. Italy did not want to hurt its tourism industry, so it was not testing its population. This majorly backfired and sent the country spiraling out of control. However, Italy is not alone. Following in Italy's footsteps, many European countries, including France and Spain, have enforced lockdowns of total society as their cases double roughly every three to four days. These countries are trying to flatten the curve. The phrase flatten the curve has been used by many healthcare officials around the world when talking about how we as a globe will be dealing with the virus. The term flatten the curve refers to the idea of slowing the transmission of the virus in order to give our healthcare systems time to deal with the amount of possible cases that have yet to become symptomatic. Many healthcare officials believe for every coronavirus case found, there are 5 to 10 waiting to show possible symptoms. This means complete shutdown of normal, everyday economic and social activities. The majority of schools, K-12, through and post-secondary around the developed world have closed and gone online in efforts to increase social distancing to ensure there are no breeding grounds for the virus. 
Flattening the curve is said to be essential to the functionality of our healthcare systems and to the lives of our loved ones and those around us. As many as 20% of known cases of coronavirus have been found to require hospitalization of some sort, whether that be extra oxygen or the use of an ICU bed and a ventilator. All of the developed countries with very high standards of medical infrastructure and procedures fall short massively of having enough personal protective equipment, machinery, and personnel to deal with such large swaths of the population who become seriously ill from this disease. Italy has already sent the military to boost productions of ventilators as the situation continues to escalate. This lack of equipment in Italy has led the healthcare workers to make incredible this lack of equipment this lack of equipment in Italy has led the healthcare workers to make incredibly difficult decisions in forms of a triage. This means doctors are having to decide which patient will get a ventilator and who will die based on the survivability of the patients that come into the emergency room. The situation is dire, but it can be prevented. We have seen early examples of effectiveness of flattening the curve when used proactively in countries like South Korea, Taiwan, and Singapore. South Korea has some of the earliest cases exported from China and now is only the fifth largest known epicenter in the world with incremental decreases of cases every day with only 76 new cases and three new deaths being reported on March 15th. Comparing that with Italy's catastrophic 3,600 new cases and 370 new deaths on the same day, the question our government should be asking is how did South Korea flatten the curve? The answer comes in multiple proactive measures to increase social distancing to limit spread. This means no unnecessary outings, no social gatherings, and no travel. South Korea has been incredibly proactive in testing its population with around 3,700 tests per million compared to Italy's 830 tests per million. This step is incredibly imperative to keep control of community spread due to the fact that scientists and healthcare professionals estimate that 80% of transmissions happen between those who do not have symptoms and cannot even tell if they are carrying the virus. If you test en masse, you will be able to catch a case who is asymptomatic carrier. Therefore, ensuring quarantine, limiting risk to others who may be vulnerable or others who may spread to more people. South Korea has tested hundreds of thousands of cases and has a population of around 51 million people. Meanwhile, the United States and its Center for Disease Control has only managed to test roughly 20,000 cases. This is the same amount of testing that Canada has done, which has one-tenth of the population as its southern neighbor. This is an unbelievable oversight that will lead to incredible amounts of avoidable suffering. The USA is on the same exponential path as Italy, however, 11 days behind. The situation in the great United States of America is looking like a nightmare. As of the evening of March 16th, Multiple states have called for complete lockdown of cities like San Francisco and Seattle, but some believe it may be a few weeks too late. It is believed the virus has already been spreading rapidly through many states without being noticed due to the inability to get tests from the population. On top of a for-profit healthcare system that has created a culture of fear around getting medical attention due to the extreme costs if you happen to be uninsured. 
the initial price for a test in the U.S. was $3,000. This has many consequences when it comes to dealing with this virus. If large percentages of your population will not get tested, they are almost guaranteed to be spreading the bug while at work or in the community. The U.S., along with many other countries, do not have sufficient masks, ventilators, and other critical equipment necessary to deal with the amount of patients that will be visiting the hospital within the next few months. If the healthcare system is not prepared to deal with the possible infected patients, whether that be a shortage of equipment or lack of information and preparedness, healthcare workers are on the front line, and they are most at risk. If too many nurses and doctors come into contact with patients who are feeling ill, they don't have proper equipment, these doctors have a significant chance of catching the disease. If healthcare workers get sick and are battling the disease, who is there to treat the influx of patients? Many more deaths will occur that may have been preventable with proper proactive solutions of social distancing and funding to institutions that really need it. The global markets have reacted to the seriousness of the ever-growing concerns of the pandemic. COVID-19 has been referred by the financial sector as a black swan event. This is an event that is rare and unpredictable that causes great instability for global markets. The Dow Jones Industrial Index dropped 3,000 points on March 16, 2020, the largest single day drop since the recession of 1987, and the past weeks have been equivalent to the market drop of 1929. This fear in the markets is devastating, not only to business and the flow of society, it is especially devastating for those who are low income and require their paychecks to pay upcoming bills. As of now, most of us living in the Western world most likely know someone who has already been laid off due to this pandemic. There will be more job losses to come, and the question is, how do we deal with the average person having to buy groceries, pay rent, and in the United States' case, pay their possible health care needs pay for their possible health care needs the economic situation is dire and we we'll, the economic situation is dire and will need drastic measures to deal with the impacts to ensure order is maintained among the 99% who rely on weekly or bi-weekly paychecks to keep afloat Many countries and jurisdictions have taken progressive steps toward alleviating financial stress on their population. Italy has ensured that mortgage payments and other utility bills are going to be covered by the government to ensure the middle and lower classes do not crumble. In Quebec, Canada, the government is offering a universal basic income to those who cannot work of around $550 a week to put families through these uncertain times. Central banks around the world have cut interest rates to all-time lows in hopes to soften the economic impact, and the Fed has begun quantitative easing and has begun buying treasuries. However, the fear of this situation is of such seriousness that the market did not budge and continued to move lower. Goldman Sachs, one of the largest investments banks in America, has painted bleak pictures for the future of the USA. The bank, in a conference call with major investors, has predicted over 50% of Americans will be infected with a mortality rate of 2%, totaling up to roughly 3 million deaths in the US alone. These numbers are dramatic and devastating, and may shape up to be one of the greatest tragedies of our lifetimes. 
In Canada, where I am located, major steps are being taken to prevent community spread. Justin Trudeau has stopped foreigners who are not permanent residents or citizens coming from all countries, excluding the USA. This exclusion is due to the economic entwinement of the two countries and will most likely be changed very soon due to the circumstances within the U.S. Toronto, the largest city in Canada, has told bars, restaurants, and non-essential businesses to close to prevent further community spread as hospitals prepare for large influx of patients. Major cities like Ottawa and Hamilton have learned from South Korea and adopted drive-through testing for those who feel they may have the disease to limit the spread within hospitals and medical clinics. Testing has ramped up and we are unfortunately only getting started. We should be afraid, but we should not panic. We as a world must fight this war together, do everything in our power to help the vulnerable and help society move through these uncertain times. Pay attention, wash your hands, don't go outside unless absolutely necessary, and call your loved ones. Here's a quote from a random Redditor. It said, Our grandparents were sent to war, but we must sit on our couch. Thanks for listening and stay safe.